progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Many, if not most, stroke patients need additional care after their stroke in order to maximize their recovery and return home. And it's really helpful for families and patients to understand the different levels of care so that they can make the best choices for them. My guest today is Dr. Stefan Humphreys. He's a physiatrist and the medical director of the Rehabilitation Institute at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Dr. Humphreys, tell the listeners first, what is a physiatrist? The physiatrist is a physician that specializes in physical medicine and rehabilitation. So we actually take care of patients who have had catastrophic injury like stroke and spinal cord injury and traumatic brain injury. And our goal is functional recovery, our functional restoration. Uh, on the outpatient side, we see a lot of patients with musculoskeletal injuries, neurologic injuries, um, and help them to uh, return back to some normal functioning in their lives. What I love about that is that you are helping people to come back from those catastrophic injuries as opposed to just treating them. So it's it's kind of a very positive field of medicine. When we're talking about stroke, Dr. Humphreys, what are some of the most complicated stroke complications that you see as a result? Well, it depends on, you know, what kind of impairments an, an individual is left with after stroke. Um, sometimes it has to do with uh, the ability to speak. Sometimes it has to do with their ability to swallow. Um, other times it, 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 it's uh, related to their functional mobility and things that we take for granted, the ability to do self-cares. Um, and sometimes it's all of the above. So, uh, each stroke presents a little differently, uh, and then, of course, there are medical comorbid conditions that we also have to treat during the course of the rehab stay. So that's what makes it really so interesting is that everybody presents a little differently, uh, and, and they all come in with a kind of a different challenge for the rehab team. Since it is so different for each patient. What's involved in the assessment for post-stroke to determine what type of rehab they even need? Well, it usually starts off with a referral to the rehab department, and a physician like myself will usually go see the patient and evaluate the patient to see if they're appropriate for an acute inpatient rehab stay versus continuing their rehab uh, as uh, an outpatient or with home health um, the post-acute continuum uh, includes all the above uh, in addition to skilled nursing facilities. So some patients actually are fairly low level and may start off in a skilled nursing facility before they come to an acute inpatient rehab facility. But I use my gestalt as a physiatrist to determine whether or not the best post-acute option is, is one of the above um, whether it's acute inpatient rehab versus skilled nursing facility versus home with home health services versus home without patient physical therapy. Additionally, I work with uh, usually a nurse liaison who uh, has the ability to uh, look into the, the psychosocial aspects of, of the patient that we're considering, uh, talk to the family members and, and see what kind of support they have at home. Uh, that helps me make my decision. 
One thing I've learned over the years as an exercise physiologist, Dr. Humphreys, is like in cardiac rehab, that begins right after an event. I mean, get them up, walk them around. When does stroke rehab begin? Does it take a little while? Is there a recovery rest period or does rehab start right away? It really starts fairly rapidly. You know, during the assessment, um, when you come into the hospital, usually the emergency room with the stroke, you may see a speech therapist who is looking at your swallowing mechanism to see if uh, it's been affected by the stroke. Uh, Most of our stroke patients actually admit to us within uh, two days to a week of having this stroke, depending on what kind of acute medical complications they have. Uh, And we're getting involved with them earlier. Uh, and earlier, uh, as the evidence shows that uh, to optimize recovery after stroke, uh, starting these acute therapy interventions is very important. Now a person is looking toward rehab. As they're looking, whether it's acute and inpatient or, as you say, in home or outpatient, What are some of the factors? Before we talk about some of the treatments and technologies that you have to use, what are some of the factors that people tend to look for as far as maybe geography or facility characteristics? What are people looking for when they're looking for an acute stroke rehab? They're looking for a facility that has some expertise in stroke rehab. Uh, Usually it's affiliated with an acute hospital that... Uh, actually is a stroke center of excellence. And so you want to look for that experience when uh, you're subjecting yourself to an acute inpatient rehab intervention uh, so that you can optimize your outcome. Um, Sometimes it's it's, it's very relevant uh, that that patient go to a facility uh, that's within uh, a comfortable area for their loved ones to be a part of that rehab process. Uh, that support is very important as you try to determine that safe transition to home after acute inpatient rehab or after an acute hospital stay with a stroke uh, that may not require acute inpatient rehab. So that social support is um, integral in trying to determine a plan to transition that patient back to uh, independent living. Many people have attended physical therapy before Dr. Humphreys, but it's a little bit different. And as you say, each stroke is different. What might some of the treatments at acute rehab look like as far as motor skill exercises or mobility training? You know, there's technology-assisted physical activities. Tell us about your facility and, and all the cool things that you have available. Well, the facility that I work at is fairly new. Uh, and it's been well thought out in terms of um, an acute inpatient rehab facility. Uh, all the rooms are individual rooms uh, that accommodate uh, patients with different kinds of functional deficits. Uh, we have an overhead track system that uh, if a patient is not able to walk, we can actually move them around the room uh, within the confines of the room uh, both safe for the patient and safe for the provider. Uh, We have large bathrooms uh, that accommodate uh, adaptive equipment that that a stroke patient may use, including a wheelchair. Um, We have some weight-supported devices that help us to mobilize a patient um, 
in an effort to provide the optimal rehab care uh, to promote uh, functional recovery with mobility. Um, I think that some of the devices that uh, we have to promote neuroreeducation uh, of the extremity that's affected uh, include electrical stem devices um, that help promote recovery. And we're always looking to uh, continue to um, develop ways to promote recovery with uh, new technologies. So every year there's different technology that comes out, and some some of the technology may be cost prohibitive uh, compared to the potential outcomes you might see with it, but it's always uh, in our budgeting process to consider newer devices that uh, actually will help our patients recover quicker. It's really an amazing field that you're in, Dr. Humphreys. And when we think of the physical therapy that's involved in acute rehab for stroke, people that suffer a stroke also have cognitive and emotional setbacks. Certainly, it's a big issue. Mm -hmm. So does acute rehab help with some of those issues as well? Absolutely. I mean, I think you hit on a very important point. Somebody has a catastrophic event, you know, you're probably seeing that person at their most vulnerable time in their life. So what's great about rehab um, are a couple of things. Number one, uh, it treats the whole person, you know, not only the physical self, but the psychological and social self as well. So a lot of these patients do come to us um, with a sense of loss because of the impairments that they have, and as a result, do develop depression. Uh, or an adjustment reaction to that disability. Additionally, you have family members who are distraught uh, by the catastrophic event and want to be a part of that patient's recovery. So, of course, you know, those those family members um, don't actually know what they don't know. Um, so we help them with caregiver training and training about all aspects of stroke, including how to prevent another stroke. Uh, and in, in, in that way, they are a part of the process. So not only are you treating the patient, but you're treating the patient's loved ones and family. Uh, additionally, it's a multidisciplinary, interdisciplinary approach to care. So the team members uh, usually include, uh, in addition to the physiatrist, uh, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, recreational therapists to help with uh, reintegration into a normal lifestyle, uh, into society, um, psychologists, uh, rehab nursing, uh, therapy aides, uh, and, and other specialists that may be involved in that care as a result of the medical complications that continue uh, to potentially exacerbate during their hospital course. So at any time, you know, a, a stroke patient may have up to six or seven clinicians working with them as their rehab team. Uh, again, you know, thinking about treating that whole person, not only does the team include those clinicians, it includes the actual patient and their family members. So 
uh, every week in most acute inpatient rehab facilities, there's a team conference where you get together with uh, the rehab team, the patient's family, uh, and, and most importantly, the patient, and give them uh, an update on how they've done over the last week and talk about barriers to discharge, talk about barriers to continued recovery, talk about what's working, what's not working. Uh, and so uh, that conversation leads to more trust, more, more respect uh, for what everybody's doing and for what the patient's going through. Uh, and, and inevitably, it seems like you're, you're forming this, this, this family. Uh, and that's, uh, again, what, what also is so special about uh, the vision of rehab services is that um, you really uh, get to know these patients to the extent that you become somewhat of an extended family for them. What a wonderful program that you have, Dr. Humphreys. And you got to some of my questions before I asked them as far as the providers and your multidisciplinary approach. And you told us about your team. Wrap it up for us. What would you like listeners to take away from this segment if they have a loved one or they themselves have suffered a stroke about what they can expect with acute rehab and recovery and really what it looks like? Give us your best advice, Dr. Humphreys. So first and foremost, you know, having had a family member that, that had a stroke, uh, make sure that, you know, as a family member, as a stroke survivor, that you work to educate yourself about why you had the stroke and how to prevent yourself from having uh, a recurrent stroke. Um, and then in terms of what's next, next after the acute hospitalization, uh, make sure that you ask for uh, an evaluation by someone specialized in stroke rehab, like a physiatrist, or an acute rehab unit that's in the area or that may be affiliated with the hospital that uh, you're, you're getting your treatment for for your acute episode. Um, once you've had the the evaluation by uh, a rehab facility, it's important that you feel comfortable with the facility that um, your loved one um, may go to that you as a patient are choosing. And so more often than not, the loved one is the one who goes and tours the facility. And as you walk onto the, the facility floor, you want to get a sense of um, whether or not this is a good fit for uh, your loved one, the, the patient that has had this stroke. Um, so talk to uh, the staff there. Get a sense for how passionate they are. Um, sometimes you can ask for a reference list where you can talk to former patients and, 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 and investigate you know, what kind of experience they had. Sometimes you can go to the website of the facility and uh, they'll have some performance data that uh, gives you an indication of uh, what kind of facility they actually are. You know, look at patient satisfaction, look at infection rates, look at outcomes. Do patients that go to this facility actually go back to community? Uh, do patients that, that go to this facility uh, have great outcomes? Um, 
then that way you you go in eyes wide open. Um, ultimately, you want to want to go to go to a facility that, uh, as a patient, is going to able enable you to uh, return to some normalcy in your life, get back to work, back to play, back to living. Great points all, and that's, that is really good advice to look and see whether the return to community is prevalent, and it's all such great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Humphreys, for coming on today and sharing your expertise about acute rehab after stroke. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, please visit palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.